this week on Erotic Awakening, kinky dating, kidding about hard limits, and clothed sex. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast is grateful to the support of our patrons who receive ad-free early access to the podcast as well as other perks. So thank you to all of our supporters. We love you guys. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Do I hear terraforming Mars in the background? <laughs> you absolutely do. Dawn <laughs> no, has been, Yes, Dawn has been playing the terraforming Mars on the computer. Constantly. Oh, my God. I'm so addicted to that game. So... Oh, well, there could be worse things to be addicted to. Like this fine cup of coffee I'm having right now. Mm, coffee. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about, uh, specifically, we're going to be attending to how I can go off on dating if I am a kinky human being. Mm-hmm. And we have a couple other things, like a little joke about hard limits and wearing clothes while we have sex. Mm. Let's get into that kinky dating thingamajig right off the bat. Well, that was sent to us by a podcast friend, and let me pull it up here again. Awesome. So it goes like this. Dear Dan and Dawn, I'm an older female and found BDSM during my last relationship. Most of my life, sex was good. Kinky play took it from good to great. Now I'm single. I live in a new town and I want to find a kinky partner. I haven't dated in 20 years. How do I find a partner, not to mention a kinky partner, in the world of COVID? Signed, Lonely Bottom. Well, separating it by two separate things, right? Mm-hmm. Dating-wise, how do I find dating? Well, I am a, a 50-something-year-old male-bodied humanoid, and I'm really good at dating. Just straight-up dating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can jump on OkCupid or, and find people to go out with. Pretty consistently. Now, I don't try very hard, and we are still, when we're recording this, in the land of COVID, so I'm trying Mm -hmm. even less hard than normal. But as far as how do I date, right, I don't think that itself is kind of a separate from how do I find kinky people to date. Right, right. Because you can... mm, There's online stuff, and that's usually what we point at is online stuff, but... The problem is, is what I'm really going to recommend and where I really have the most luck is hard to do during COVID, Mm -hmm. right? If you're a kinky person, what I'm going to suggest um, is you're in a new town. I'm going to suggest that you try mast meetings, masters and slaves together, Mm -hmm. which is not about dating per se, but it's about meeting people like you and getting your face out there. That's the biggest thing. So you want to find local munches, right? And that's just meeting in a restaurant and chit-chatting, right? There's no no kinky, there's no shit, but word am I looking for? The dress code. There's no leather, leather latex, and fetishy kind of thing. stuff, fetishy, right. right? So everybody's just dressed normal, and it's usually normal conversations with you know with some kink in there. But it gets your face out there, and that's the most important thing is for people to get to know you. And now, it do- doesn't have to be a mass meeting per se. Mm-hmm. There's plenty no, that's of just an option. Yeah, munches. Can head over to your old Fet Life and see what kind of events are going on around you. And a lot of the events are not. I'm not talking about the big three day events, but like. Uh, we just went to, what, Pies and... Oh, 
geeky and pies, pies, nerds and pies. Yeah, a a munch at a local pie shop. Um, So, like, exactly what you said. You have to get out there, get seen. If there is a group in your area, if there are events in your area, then one of the things I would recommend is volunteer. Volunteer at those events to say, hey, you know, especially the big events, they always need people. But even Mm -hmm. the smaller ones, how can I help? Now, Um, the tricky part right now is, you know, they said during COVID, mm -hmm. right? And that is tricky. But there are some groups that are doing Zoom stuff. So you can get your face seen that way. Um, You know, look for a local Zoom gathering or maybe even not local. It depends if you're willing to travel or not, right? So that is a way to get to meet people. Um, I would recommend if you're going to Zoom to show your face, Right. Some people keep their cameras off and that's fine. You know, uh, they want to remain anonymous. But if you want to get known so that you can pick up dates, then it's good to have your your face on the camera. Now, when we do talk about the online stuff, uh, there is a a website from a friend of the show put together or at least part of the group to put together and had us presented for them a couple times called Dating Kinky. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's a Dating Kinky online or datingkinky.com, I'm sorry. Uh, and they are showing some over 5,700, or, oh, I'm sorry, 50,000 users. So that's certainly an option. And then I found this list of top five kinky dating websites. Um, the number one was the some sub-dom club. The number two happens to be Senior BDSM, or Senior Sub-Dom Club. Now, I've never heard of any of these sites. No, me neither. Even Dating Kinky, which is probably better known than any of these things, you run into the challenge of numbers, right? You have to have a critical mass of uh, male-bodied peoples and female-bodied peoples and tops and bottoms and... Yeah, and in certain locations. And non-binary people and, and a variety of things. And like you said, locations. And, you know, and that leads us to... Color space, which I bet you'd forgotten all about. Is that still out there? It, yes, and we could. We're not going to. That's go not what it used to be called no, when I was no. on it. Then there's this big drama around it. We're not going to worry about that. But color space is still out there, and they suggest they are the largest BDSM community on the planet. I don't know about that. Matter of fact, I can compare it to FetLife. I think they're full of shit. But that's they do have a search engine built for finding other people, finding people to date. Now, cool. finding people to date, who cares? Finding people is half the challenge. It's not even half the challenge. It is a matter of now that I have found you, what do I do? The reason I am successful on OkCupid is because I got a kick-ass profile. Mm-hmm. And because once you talk to somebody, you it's the skill of being engaged. Now, this is not a pitch to go buy the polyamory dating guide, but I did write down my techniques in the book. Right, right. And that works. And recently on the poly groups, and I know you're asking about kinky, but on the poly groups, some people have said, oh my God, I've come across these profiles and they're just crap. So, and I'm like, a polyamory dating guide, because that teaches you how to write a profile. Mm-hmm. So, and one that... um uh, ask for interaction sort of thing, offers interaction, like you were saying. So, yeah. I, and I think one of the, the big tricks for kinky dating, for finding a good BDSM partner, and again, 
you got to get in a little bit of the trick in what do you mean by dating? If you're just looking for mm-hmm. people to scene with versus people to build romantic relationships, right? Understand that those are two different animals. You might find a romantic relationship that includes a good BDSM scene, but a lot of people are more than happy to create, have BDSM scenes and not do the relationship aspect of it. It really depends what you're looking for. And if you go on to like mm-hmm. FetLife, if I remember right, there's actually groups out there seeking groups, mm-hmm. aren't oh, there? absolutely. So, yep. I mean, you can throw something out there on one of the seeking groups and, and literally state what it is you're looking for, right? You don't have to beat around the bush in the kink community. You know, there's a, such a thing as negotiation. Um, and then I know Dan was saying you don't have to do like the three-day event. And there's not many going on right now. There's a few. And it's but picking back say, up and it, Yeah, it'll, it, and it will start to pick up even more. And one thing to look out for is if you go into FetLife, and you look up the event, there's usually a group for the event. Mm-hmm. And if you join the group for the event, there's usually a sticky, which is like a post-it at the top of the group. And it'll say, what are you looking for? And you can set up scenes that way and, and meet people that way. I've done that before. So actually, I was just really getting into that when COVID hit. So, you know, there's ways of doing that. Now, there's also ways of doing it safely. So, you know, older female just found BDSM tells me you're kind of new, right? Mm-hmm. So safety wise, and it's hard to do with COVID, but, but you got to think about your safety, which is try to meet that person in person in public, right? So that's the first thing you want to do before you decide to have a scene with them somewhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the person that I just, I just saw and hooked up with, we met twice, beforehand before hitting a hotel <laughs> but yeah and you actually not only met twice but you built some rep- repertoire mm-hmm. repertoire with them along the way mm-hmm. um the other aspect that, that you've mentioned in the in, that the person mentioned was as an older person and mm-hmm. um i get it on, on one hand haven't dated in 20 years and oh, i hate okay cupid and i hate all that online stuff i do too I learned how to deal with it, though, and it, it's unfortunately the reality. That's how you're going to go. The other aspect of it is don't be worried about the age. Right. There are plenty of people in your age range, no matter whether you're 19 or 69. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. Up to, all right, I'll say 59. Between 59 and 19, there are plenty of people in your age range. And I will say, at 69, you're still going to find some people in your, play, in your age range. Um, so don't even, don't even attach to that part. Uh, I have, like I said, I have been uh, checking things out lately and, you know, finding people my age, not a problem at all. Mm-hmm. So, and... I actually dated someone younger than me recently, mm-hmm. so, which I'm not into that much and um i was talking to other older women in my owl group and they're like no no you need to try younger now it wasn't that much younger it was 40s which makes me feel really old because i'm like i dated a 40 year old (laughs) (laughs) damn kids damn kids (laughs) so but at 54 that is that is younger than me and then anyway so be open look for online options if that's your thing look on fetlife at some of the groups there 
um, local groups, munches, and like I said, munches for me, munches, conventions, anything in person where people can actually meet you, Mm -hmm. that's the preference. So at least for me, that's the preference. In covid it's harder, right? Right. right. So, and, and again, that that's going to be your risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you willing to go to a munch where everybody wears a mask? Are you willing to go up to a munch where nobody wears a mask? Well, and a munch means eating and drinking. So yeah. even if they walked in with the mask, they're not going to be doing it, you know, while they're... So, yeah, it's your risk tolerance. It's, it's, yep. it's what you're comfortable with. So, so there's well, some ideas, though. Hopefully that's helpful. Um, and hopefully... If you are near an event that uh, Don and Dan are at, you'll come oh, over and say absolutely. hi. And I, I, I don't know anything about you except for your lonely bottom. But I will take you out on a date, and I will <laughs> feed you Indian food. Mm, that would be nice. That'd be fun. Can I tag along? No, then it's not a date. I'm a third wheel. <laughs> or it's a date. Or a th- it's a date with the three of us. Hmm. Don, you know what? I'll chaperone you guys. <laughs> If I was a podcast listener and I wanted to date Dan and Dawn, but I never know where they're at because they're stupid RV. They're always moving around. That's true. And I don't feel like I'm not a I'm not a listener. I don't want to listen to their podcast. I just like reading things. I don't want to listen to the podcast. No, no, I That's... like reading things. Okay. How can I read things and find out what Dan and Dawn are up to? <laughs> so, so you can keep up with all of our events, where we are, book news. We do have a book that we are about three quarters of the way done mm-hmm. maybe at this point. So book news and discounts and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter. And get your EA shout out like awesome people like Bojadar from New York. God, Jason. I hope I didn't. <laughs> Let us know if we screwed that up. Jason from California. Ralph from New York. Robin from Texas. Yep. So head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. So, Don, let me run this scenario past you. You tell me what you think about it. Okay. I am a new submissive, and I'm starting to interact with a new Dom. And we both dig bruising. Mm-hmm. And I say, hey, new Dom, by the way, uh, I really like the whole bruising thing. And they said, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Next time I'm going to leave something a little more permanent for you to remember me by. Now, submissive responds by saying, look, Hey, you know, nothing permanent. Nothing that leaves scars. That's a limit. Okay? With me so far? I'm with you so far. The dominant replies by saying, hey, uh, I don't like limits. I can't promise anything. Wink and a smiley. So this is over text. Yes. He didn't say wink, smiley. (laughs) (laughs) He did not literally say anything. Okay. So that was over a text. Ooh, yeah. Is... As a the a submissive person, are you suddenly totally on defenses? Are they just dicking around a little bit? Are you offended, or what? I what's your gut reaction to that? To start with, and gut, then we'll go from there. Okay, my gut reaction to someone saying they can't promise anything when I've stated a limit. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck you! <laughs> I know my limits are there, and I need to trust that that person is going to follow my limits. Because if I'm in subspace or something, and me, sometimes I become nonverbal, I need to know, I mean, obviously, I, I don't let myself get to that space with someone new, but they've played before. There's, there's at the point that they have stated that, I've lost trust. 
I, it's just that simple. I mean, and I, I don't want it joked about. I don't want my limits joked about mm-hmm. that someone may push my limits and that they don't like limits. So, no. I mean, I've, I've literally got this feeling in the pit of my stomach where it's like, no, if I can't trust you, I don't play with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have to admit, I'm... I could step back and say, oh, you know, people banter, people kid around, but uh, I actually totally agree with you. Yeah. Fuck that guy. You know, and, and the reality is it's obviously, you know, not a deep relationship as it stands. Mm-hmm. Or that would have never been said, probably. Uh, you know, just get out. I, I, I'm so, with you on that one. You know, we could go deeper into it and say, well, everybody, you know, screws around a little bit. He was just no. kidding. Didn't mean no harm. Put a wink if, after smiley face, right? The so he was kidding, but... Nope. At that point, I am always going to be on my guard when I play with that person. Because now I'm afraid they're going to push the limit just to show that they can. It's super funny. I'm trying to take a... Uh, the other side of it. Right. But neither one of us is buying that shit. Yeah, no. You know, and I play with people that even though um, I can think of one specifically that I play with that even though we have played many times at this point, we still negotiate to begin with and he still checks in with me to see if my limits are the same. Mm -hmm. You know, he's very aware. He does not want to cross a line and end up with a, a smirch in the community mm-hmm. sort of thing, right? So, man. All right, Don, one more item. Well, that and... one's got me frustrated now. <laughs> yeah, God, between that and men's health last week. I holy know. cow. <laughs> um, we're going to play three fetishes. Do you want one, two, or three? Um, Don't look at them. Two. Don, this is really interesting for you. Okay. How do you feel about... Claustrophilia. Claustrophilia. This is a fetish that is the opposite of claustrophobia. A person becomes aroused or experiences orgasms through confinement to small spaces. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, no. I don't think I can. Oh, my body's like... I'm, I'm picturing like the vacuum bed and yes. stuff. Vacuum where someone's a in a vacuum of this. bed and it... Sucks all the air out, but they mm-hmm. have a breathing hose, so they're constricted. No, I'm fighting. My skin's crawling. Yes. <laughs> moment. I don't think I could. And uh, no, that cl- as I've gotten older, this is so weird. But as I've gotten older, the claustrophobia's gotten worse. So I can't try on tight clothes. I was tr- I tried on a Renaissance dress a couple of years ago, and it was a vintage dress. I mean, it was a costume, mm-hmm. but it had been made a long time ago, and it was a vintage, so it was a one-piecer. And this woman at the store is like, oh, this will fit you, and she put it on me, and it was too tight, and I'm like, get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off. She's like, don't rip it. I'm like, get it off then, because <laughs> I'm ready to, to incredible hawk on this bad boy. I'm just <laughs> going to split it off. No. I, I totally envy people that can do that because it looks like it would be comforting it looks like you know it it would be be awesome but nope nope skin's crawling can't do it yeah (laughs) and i could i don't really care one way or the other for myself yeah i can't even do mask like hooded mask Mm -hmm. so 
Man, is that one of those things that we talked about last week that we wish we were into? No. But we're not? Is it no. something you don't wish you were no. into? No. It would be cool because it would be different, but no. I'm okay with not being into it. So. All right. Uh, give me number one. Okay. So you want number one? So number one is chastity. A fetish where someone's access to their genitals is blocked. Women wear chastity belts and men wear cock cages that prevent erection and release. So I don't have celibacy. I don't have (laughs) any particular interest in it for myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do like some orgasm control, but I don't like the chastity. It's not a chastity thing for me or a celibacy. It's a let's just not come today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, I do have, um, let's say, a friend. Who is into chastity play, a female-bodied person. Okay. And I have never thought about it before until they mentioned it, and I think that is hot as shit. Yeah? Yeah. Because it's not the same as being asexual. It's not that they're not interested. Mm -hmm. It's that they're just into the enforced chastity. I think that's hot as hell. Wow. I'm sitting here thinking, would I want to be in chastity? I wouldn't be able to, like, play... On OkCupid, which I'm just now figuring out how to do, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know that that would work for me. Okay, simply because I want to play and I want to be out there. I totally get the whole "you would hold my key" or somebody would hold the key to my chastity belt, and no one could fuck me without you giving them the key. Now, see, that's hot as hell, <laughs> right? That is hot as hell. So I could still play on OkCupid. So let's say the person that I hooked up with last week, Mm -hmm. instead of me just showing up at the hotel, it would be me and you showing up at the hotel and you would give them the key to my chastity belt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That would be cool. (laughs) That's hot as fuck. Hmm. And he would be into that. All right. <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> and then one more for you. Uh, oh, I see this one. I can't pronounce the word. I'm not going to try, but it is clothed sex. The In, affinity for sex while fully or partially clothed. What do you think about that? I love that. Me too. It, it, part of it goes with my, okay, so part of it goes with my picnic table Sex mm-hmm. fantasy, right? Just, well, it's not just fantasy. I actually do it, right? But it, isn't it cool? I mean, even when you and I... Listen to me. Even when you and I first got together, mm-hmm. do you remember that I was going to make that dress that had zippers and mm-hmm. Velcro mm-hmm. so that we could go to the movies and be fully dressed, but you'd be able to pop open spots on the dress? And then I remembered how much noise Velcro makes <laughs> in the movie theater, and we never made the dress. Mm-hmm. But I love the idea. You used to have a rule for me of no panties mm-hmm. so that I could wear dresses but be totally accessible if you wanted to uh, get in there mm-hmm. <laughs> while we were somewhere and being fucked on a picnic table while wearing a skirt and and the guy just drops his sweatpants a little bit or something right so now i did have a boyfriend before big d mm-hmm. and it confused me because we had sex in his minivan but he took off all his clothes <laughs> and 
I kind of wanted him to keep part of his clothes on. That's what makes it hot, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We're at the end of a dead-end road. We're in a minivan where his wife helped him take out the seats so that we would have more room in the minivan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we could get caught. You don't want to be naked. Yeah. <laughs> As it happens, I had a girlfriend before. Well, no, during you. That, um, yeah, on occasion, due to situations, we would have clothes sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my, I have three pieces of uh, naughty video saved on my uh, naughty Reddit account. Mm-hmm. One of the three is a woman masturbating while she is wearing stretch pants. And she masturbates outside the stretch pants. And I don't oh. know what it is about that, but that's just some hot fucking shit. That would be hot. Does it, it show, yeah. Does it show the wetness through the fabric? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So you and I are apparently online with that one. We're there. online with that one. We should do something about that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. <sighs> Enough of this podcast crap. <sighs> uh, you can find the picture of the day on Instagram. We probably posted something about I something did. we've... I posted one today. Something we ate? Triking. Oh, okay. Because I did good. the, we found the trek path around the, the, the biking path around the lake. So, but, uh, and it's probably going to be food next because we've been taking lots of pictures I'm of food. I'm actually going to post a picture of that garden flag that I'm thinking about getting. Oh, nice. I like that idea. And then, um, I'm, tomorrow's, tomorrow is the beginning of the week. So I will probably have more. Are you fasting memes. tomorrow? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Damn it. It is Sunday. Yes, sir. I'm fasting tomorrow. Take a moment to support the podcast. <laughs> Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Hi, stole your line. You did. <laughs> Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us as Dan and Dawn at the Twitter and FetLife. Or Erotic Awakening on Instagram. And you can use the links from the Erotic Awakening website for Facebook and Discord, which is one of our favorite interaction sites. Or just email us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs>